0: Hello and welcome to episode number 125 of the Nerd Pro Co podcast. What is probably that I'm looking at the actual length of the file as what always happens when the original hosts of the show, co hosts of the show, uh, Justin Wu and Angelo Dio Janeiro, When we all get together, after not seeing each other for months, we record an epic, ridiculous podcast. So this is probably going to be part one of a three-part podcast, maybe two parts, but I was looking at the second. I've already edited an hour for this episode, and there is already two and a half hours left of the podcast, so probably going to be a three-parter on this, which is nice because it means that uh, maybe I don't have to record the podcast for three more weeks, that would be lovely. I could uh, focus on uh, reaching out to guests, a couple of whom are coming up, I just, uh, some stuff in my life as I kind of got into in the last podcast some health issues some other financial issues that have been distracting me so i haven't been as regular with the podcast as i would like to but uh now you get a three-parter uh this one a lot of movie tv and uh talk about you know casting and race and casting things and adapting comic books and comic books and then uh, next episode's probably going to be very game-heavy. And then a lot of random shit for the third, most likely the third episode of this super mega hostful that I have chose to put up after doing a, a, a sick mixtape, a, a sick day mixtape, and then a, a half-hour solo episode. You guys are getting a triple hostful episode. Uh, and uh, three episodes, I guess. The plugs, as always. So this will probably, honestly, not go up, or at least most of you won't see it until tomorrow, which is Tuesday. So this is probably going to end up being actually posted a day late. Sorry about that to everyone. Uh, but that's what's going to happen. So the Tuesday this most likely is going to go up is the day of the Union Square Poetry Slam that is at the Bureau of General Services Queer Division in the LGBT Community Room Center that is at 308, is it three o No. I believe it's 310 West 13th Street. I always get this wrong, but it doesn't matter. You can look them up on Facebook or just look up Union Square Slam in room 208. $5 cover, all ages starts at 7 p.m. I haven't been able to get out there in a really long time. i had a lot of really cool features, but I haven't been able to get out there. Also, every Friday night, the Living Room Comedy Show at the Postmark Cafe, 6th Street between 4th and 5th Avenue in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Also, the Sunday Poetry Open Mic at the Power of Poetry Club hosted by former podcast guest mason granger that is at 8 30 p.m at the Bowery poetry club 308 bowery Uh, i believe that is a ten dollar cover and yeah i think that's it for the plugs for now let's get into this part one of a super duper ridiculously long three-part episode uh mega hostful with justin wu and angelo dio joining of course as often happens Because the edits, I had to make edits. Some edits, there's some choppiness in the beginning and at the end. But uh, it should be pretty good. We babble a lot. There's a lot of yelling. And as always, uh, especially in this episode, if there are opinions or anything that you disagree with, agree with, or want to let us know your thoughts, uh, go ahead and go to NerdProQuo. Leave it in the comment section for this podcast. Hit us up on Twitter, at NerdProQuo on Twitter or uh, at Nerf Pro look up uh, us up on Facebook, like our page there's going, I promise I know I keep saying this, but there will be more stuff up on the YouTube ch- channel soon, it's just like I said, life as often does, gets in the way, but in the meantime I know, enjoy this, episode number 125 of the Nerd Pro Quote Podcast super, mega ridiculous hostful, part one get into it
1: it was actually supposed to be accidental. We'll see. My we'll friend, see. My friend, we'll see. <laughs> my friend in Australia um, is a film critic and uh, she got to see it and she thought it was fantastic. Have you, you seen the, the hashtag that, that Louis Tan
0: accidentally or intentionally got started? No, who's Louis Tan? He's the guy playing uh, the villain in the Iron Fist series. Oh, yeah. It said something like... I forgot what it was. Can't fake it or something like that. Yeah. Because right. he posted like this video and he said uh, about Iron Fist, is like, I've been training and working towards a role like this since I've been 10 years old. Can't fake it. And there's this kind of rumor that everyone else started, whether he intended it or not, that it's like, he got really close to getting the, the main role oh, really? and is instead I- playing the villain... <laughs> And he also it happens to be this gorgeous Asian man. Uh, I think it's actually he's actually mixed, but he, oh god. Hey, do you, Google it. Like,
2: Google an uh, image. search. He, you, I you, was. Know I, I really think
1: picture. I remember seeing this, and like instead we got Loris fucking Toral. Yeah. Do you,
2: do you guys want me to put this on room mode? It'll make it echoey, but like it'll. No, I'll sit over here. very cool.
1: You guys can be near my disease. Oh,
0: please don't make me sick again. Do it. Do, do it. it. Please, I I I just. <laughs>
1: I just literally, just you have no idea how shitty the
0: You probably this, ha-
1: would. You have like fever, coughing. <coughs> yeah, I still have a little bit of. Yeah, you have what I have, so you're already on your way to being immune. Okay,
2: fair I much. mean, th- I'm not entirely sure that that's how it works. It shut, up.
1: Shut, train, up. But, uh, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! If you so want, up. I think I have Dayquil. You shut up too.
2: I don't know. Alright, it, lo- it looks like we're picking up, alright? Jamie says. No, some I don't want to take day because I think after I'm done with it, I'm going to go home and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie say some
0: shit. I'm saying some shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying
2: some shit. Coming up on the wave. wave I form, might be so.
0: too far away from the
2: bike, but we'll find out. Well, the waveform looks good enough. All and right, by that so I mean I don't care enough to make it better. So, what are we talking <laughs> about today? Oh, I have a million shit to talk about. Well, I mean. Are we doing, like, an intro, or are we just diving the fuck in, like... I feel
0: like I feel, we can do an
1: intro, but... Because, but, but, like, I'm so Justin! <laughs> I'm Justin, and it's my birthday today! To be happy um, birthday!
0: Yeah, let's start with that! Happy yeah, birthday,
1: happy Justin. birthday Justin.
2: Justin! Hooray! It's my
1: birthday! And for my birthday, I got sick! <laughs> it sucks! You, you know, Jamie... I, I have I, a friend who has <laughs>
0: had the f- had once, uh, three years in a row... The week, the day of his birthday had the flu for three years. Made plans like weeks ahead of time, like a month ahead of time, and then got the flu. Was like, fuck.
1: Yeah, I I haven't had the flu, but I've been, I've had some kind of head cold like the last two or three years on my birthday.
2: you know, Jamie, I've listened to some of your other episodes on the podcast. Yes. They seem half assed if you're well, gonna say they seem half No, half-assed. no, I wasn't going to say yeah, that. You're... I was going to say, uh, I don't really know why you keep having us on, because <laughs> you yeah. try to play every other episode really seriously, you know? It's like you're just talk about comics and art and shit, and now we're here, like. Pfft, Video games and dicks, it's Angelo and Justin. Well, let, me, let me make <laughs> this clear. I, I All I... that
0: you've
1: proven is that when I'm by myself I'm not as intro <laughs> or funny. And that is true. I mean, personally I assume that every other episode you did was a far funnier, crazier thing. I haven't got a chance to listen to no, many of
0: no, them. No, no, no. For the most part no. Oh my god.
2: So... it's it's They're way more informative than the shit that we do, you know. We Fuck it! it. <laughs> movies until the swieten. Yeah. Fat <laughs> oh. zombie in a well. It's an Angelo and Justin episode again. Oh, fat well.
1: zombie in a well. So speaking
2: uh, of fat zombie
1: in the well, <laughs> fucking the Walking Dead. Why? Do, why does Scott Gimple seem absolutely hell bent on never doing anything? I think it feels like the whole Negan plotline is like, great, I'm gonna ride this thing for four seasons. It'll I be like have, a, have a farm, question. but better. And I'm like, fuck you, Scott. Fuck you. Here's what I'll
0: say. I, I haven't watched it, I think, since season three. Because uh, I just got worn out. And now, spoiler, 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 uh, Stephen Wynn is uh, dead right now on the show. Uh. Wait, what? Who? Like he is... Glenn, on, the guy who... Like he you said
1: Steven Wentz. I'm like, who the fuck is yeah, Steven yeah. Wentz?
0: No, that's not that's not what I said, but I, I, I actually heard the way you're supposed to pronounce it, and I'm still wrong, so... <laughs> Glenn, do you mean Glenn? Glenn, Glenn yes. is Glenn dead?
2: Glenn has been dead. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, so I'm never Glenn watching the
2: show dead. again. Glenn is dead, but... Uh, they he's Glenn. now a voice actor on the new animated Voltron. Series. Yes, he is. So uh, yes. and that uh, which I have to not so seen. They,
1: they killed oh, Glenn yeah. and Abraham. Actually, they killed Abraham first. So I was like, oh man, rough way for Abraham to go out. But at least we got to keep. Oh God! <laughs> like, yeah, that was my response. And it's kind of like, like I understand why they did it, but it feels cheap. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and a lot of the things they do, they, it feels cheap. To, I mean. To, To quote Nicole Homer, me and Red Lobster... Me and uh, Walking Dead haven't been a Red Lobster in years. (laughs) I
2: I mean, to be fair, like, uh, I, I go in whenever people say something interesting happened, you know? Like, I needed to see Glenn die, you know? But everything that they do feels cheap. Like, it's been the same fucking formula since season, like... One, you know, oh my god, they found a new place. This place looks safe. Let's reinforce this as place. Long as it keep- Shit, people suck. Zombies happen, you know? Like- as, as
0: long as it keeps being a cash cow, they'll keep doing it.
2: Although, I know, but like, I feel I like you could, I, I hate, I hate yeah. to jerk off the Walking Dead Telltale series again, but I feel like you can do other things other yeah. than be, we found a safe place, whoops, now we don't have the safe well, place again the, here's, Oh, here's a you frustrating,
1: know? here's a frustrating thing as somebody who's read the comics, huge fucking spoilers if you guys haven't read the comics and aren't like semi up to date. Um, after the Negan plot line, seriously guys. If you, if you care about spoils, and I'll just stop. I'm trying to do the spoiler before we ruin everything. We I know we Jamie attrition.
2: will edit in that uh, technical difficulties music from The yeah. Simpsons here for a no, while. No, no so. I won't. <laughs> uh, I, we've
1: established a pattern that we spoil <laughs> well, well,
0: actually, Even to, when you guys aren't on no, the show. No, I'm trying
1: to break the pattern. The pattern is we spoil it, and then we say, whoops, spoilers. I'm <laughs> yeah, trying not yeah, yeah. to fucking do that. Um... So, again, okay, if you don't know by now, whatever. After the Negan plotline is over, after Negan is captured and defeated, um, things are really fucking okay. Like, like the plotline jumps forward two fucking years. And things are, like, stable. And, like, the communities are huge and healthy. And things are good in Hilltop and Alexandria and the Kingdom. Like, things are good. It's um, probably
0: going to go super self again and then... This is just my prediction. Uh, just from the things I've been reading, uh, even though he hasn't said as much, but just I just get this general vibe, uh, is Kirkman has an ending, or at least claims he has an ending, for the comic book, whether he, the, they do the same thing for the show is a different matter. Mm-hmm. I think what'll probably happen, is just my prediction, is it'll be okay for a while in the book. It'll go super south... And then after it goes super south south again, it'll be the last arc of the book. That's that's Because I think it's starting to run. It's just, there's only so long I think you can keep something like that going and keep it interesting.
1: I I agree. Right now they're actually going into that last arc. Because they went, Negan was captured. They went into that two years of like things are fine where like they just skip ahead like from one right. issue to the next issue they just skip ahead and um now they're going into another arc where the towns are at war again um with the a faction called the whisperers yeah um and like it's a very distinct like it's happening because Rick needs it to happen because Rick is losing control of leadership, so he's basically wagging the dog. Yeah. It's, it's it's really one of the more reprehensible things Rick has done. Yeah. Um, which I think is really interesting. Uh, but at the same time, like, I, don't, I mean, what's weird is that if you guys watched the last episode of the show, obviously you guys have it, maybe the listeners have, um, they've met the group that feels, they're not called the Whispers, but they feel, Feel like the whispers, Like they're weird and alien. They live in like this garbage dump. and I don't know. It's like. But it never. it, It just doesn't quite feel satisfying. Yeah. And it just. The characters are all taking these weird left hand turns in their arcs. And everything takes way too long to resolve. Like plot lines that would be really exciting. Become a lot duller. Because they take a lot longer to fix. And that's always been the problem. Like. They could definitely be at the Whisperer's plotline now if the farm hadn't taken so long. If yeah. Terminus hadn't taken so long. Like, if if the if the Alexandria plotline leading to the Negan plotline hadn't taken so fucking long. If they didn't take a, a whole season to, like, tease Negan and then finally introduce him. They would be through the Negan plotline. Right yeah. They're, they're also—Kirkman, uh, <coughs> I, I
0: believe, unless I'm misremembering this, which might be uh, correct— uh, is also ending in, is also like winding down Invincible as well for the same reason it's like there's only so many times that I can pull off an oh shit moment yeah. before it's just like okay
1: yeah and, and the Walking Dead video game is still very good like episodes one and two that doesn't surprise me
2: because that's a that's a I think that's only- the nature of the medium you can, it, there's just... Well, it's also been done by a different writing team, and, and one thing that I will say is that Telltale understands their format. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, Telltale, Telltale gets what they're trying to do. And, like I said, the Telltale uh, Walking Dead game really doesn't do the, oh shit, we lost our safe space. Like, like Episodes 1 and 2 is shaping up to be like uh, uh, a, a series of unfortunate events <laughs> in a zombie road trip. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? Like, I mean Which is, it's but thematically and, and you
1: know what actually I, now that I think about it now now mm-hmm. that I think about it The Walking Dead Telltale games have always been about family, family mm-hmm. and loyalty. They're not about like there are zombies and bad things. <laughs> like they've never bothered they've they've made humans the threat. The mm-hmm. way zombie mediums always do like people are bad people are what you really have to worry about but it's not trying to make that point like it's profound or original because it's not like we've seen it before Mm -hmm. um the the point that they're making that and 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 the thing that they always are driving at constantly it's where is your loyalty like who do you care about who do you believe who do you trust you know who do you depend on who depends on you uh, right. in, in season one, it was Lee and Clem. In season two, it was Clem trying to keep people together in the group. Really, it was about Clem and Kenny.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then now season three, it's about Javi, his family. Javi, Kate, Clem, and his brother. Um, and it's always about like these families that, are, that form and fall apart and form and fall apart. And seeking that family and losing it. Uh, constantly. And uh, I think just the, the kind of, like, as a person who has struggled with that idea throughout my life, it's so powerful to, to, to deal with it in this way, like, and through these characters. And it knows, that that game series knows what, what it's dealing with in terms of themes. It has a very consistent character base. Like, it has a very consistent writing base. It's also, for those people, it is the highest possible priority. Like it's their A list material. And while The Walking Dead is AM. Which is interesting like, because like they've gotten higher profile IPs. Yeah. But it's still the one I'm going <laughs> to bet that sells
2: the most. Oh yeah, right. no, no, this was like their their event of the year. Like they yeah. rushed Batman. Yeah. So Batman. That, oh, and, yeah. An
1: astonishingly
2: good Batman. Yeah. An astonishingly <laughs> even though like the final episode totally fell Oh, rushed. that shit was pants. Uh, but like the Batman's Telltale game like, had a steady upward <laughs> curve of this is really interesting, and then it fell off a cliff, like, in episode five, but it was okay because one week later, Walking Dead. Yeah. So, so, well, you know, so but, but
1: but to finish my point, like, this is their marquee property, and unlike, say, a television show where, like, if, if they killed Rick, the fans would riot and leave. If they killed Daryl, the fans would riot and leave. Like, if they killed Carol the fans would riot and leave. I mean, they killed Glenn and the fans rioted and left. Well, some of of them (laughs) did. Like, the the viewership numbers dropped significantly. Um, But I think this is the thing, and you're balancing so many other concerns, because shooting a television show is a a 12 hour day commitment for, like, five or six months, Mm -hmm. or even longer. And The Walking Dead is an enormous production done every year in the Atlanta heat, and I understand why people maybe don't fucking want to do that, or eventually kind of get to the point where they're like, Da ah, no i gotta go like i mean steve young got thank you uh, steve young got i, I don't even know if that's i'm not crying, I, I think i know but i think that's actually how you're speaking. uh he got a gig with uh uh Jun ho i think the guy who did Snowpiercer. i'm probably mispronouncing his name but sorry my korean friends um he got that job and that's probably one of the things that he was like all right yeah just kill me like i was supposed to die here anyway just Kill me. So, so just a couple of things. And, but with the but, with the, but with the video game, there isn't that concern.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, pro- I'm willing to bet that those actors come in for like a week each, and then they're done. Like, I mean, it's the same. It's the same Telltale cast. Like the same voice actors do every Telltale. Game. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's those people. <clears throat> it's steady and it's quick.
2: And Which it's- are the same people that you criticize for doing shit like Tales of Berseria, by the way. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. The Telltale, they do a better job with Telltale. Anime bullshit makes everything bad. So
0: who who did the Batman voice for Telltale? Oh,
2: it was, I don't even know the guy. Like Was it Kevin? No, it wasn't Kevin Conroy. It was Telltale voice number five. Okay. (laughs) He showed up, like, like he showed up in uh, Tales from the Borderlands. He showed, like... Okay, I'm, okay. I'm being a dick to this guy. I should actually, like... Because he does an okay job. Batman... Like,
1: but Batman was really interesting because it was a real reinvention of Batman. It's a Batman year one kay. set in the year 2016. Okay. Basically. It's if... What if Batman, like... What if Batman's, like, parents were killed sometime in, like, the early 90s? Like... So... <laughs> so just as a, even though I, I actually talked about this on the last episode,
0: but briefly, I will say if you want to talk about like just alternate takes on Batman that actually worked out really well, the Lego Batman. I heard that was
2: great. Oh, what what the shit? Might... It was Troy Baker. Why didn't I get? Oh Troy my Baker? god! It was,
0: it's Troy Baker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I he's love the Troy guy who does everything.
2: <laughs> yeah. Why didn't I get that fucking shit? Okay. It didn't sound like Troy Baker. No, it didn't. Sound but like he's Troy a, a voiceover oh. actor. Yeah, so yeah, Why yeah, would yeah. it? Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Yeah. It is. I. Here's what I'll say. Uh, even though, so, I won't explain this. i maybe. Maybe I'll explain it again. But if you didn't know this, uh, all of the Lego properties, because they're Lego, are treated as separate intellectual yeah, properties yeah. from their source material. Yeah. Uh, and because of that, they managed to parody Batman. At the same time, possibly make one of the most faithful versions of Batman. That's awesome. Plus one of the most entertaining incorporates, like, incorporates and makes fun of all the dark stuff. Nice. Uh, and the fact that he's a loner. And also, there's just the best joke in it for, like, nerds is they do uh, this thing It was just like, it was like, I've done this and all of your, ba- all of your villains are here. And they go through all of, like, it's like, the Joker, Bane, Catwoman, the Riddler, Penguin. And then they keep going. And they start naming these villains that are like... What, like the Clock King and yeah, Calendar Man? They keep... Calendar Man. Calendar Man. Condiment King is my favorite. And what's amazing what? about... No, 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 What's amazing about is they go through, like, 20 of them. And the ones near the end... If you don't know, sound like stuff that they're just make. They but just made actual up. But all actual actual <laughs> amazingly horrible Batman. That's villain. awesome. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, uh, and in hopeful news because that's uh, DC has kind of bludgeon, shat the bed. Shat the bed. <laughs> so the guy who directed the Batman Lego movie is now been signed on to direct the Nightwing movie, and now that Affleck is off the Batman movie, they have signed Matt Reeves, who is the guy who did all the most recent Planet of the Apes movies.
2: So maybe it'll be good? I don't know, man. Like, that seems to be the fucking story every time a new DC movie comes out. People are like, but look at all these people who are attached to it. I mean, come on. It has to be better than the last one. And no... No, it, it I have, never I have, fucking is. I, I joined this podcast fucking ranting about how god awful Man of Steel was, and that smoke. curse is going to follow that fucking movie line oh, yeah. I, to hell. I have a question. Yes. Is
1: Zack Snyder still the one in charge of everything and the continuity and everything?
0: Ah, uh, that's. The. Of course, like the rumor news mill
1: is that that keeps coming, going back and forth. I'll, I'll Just guess. the fact that there isn't, like, a Kevin Feige involved in this, yeah, like, that's a terrible,
2: that's an, an awful sign. Like, yeah. as
1: good as the Wonder Woman trailer looks... Well, well, yeah, uh,
2: That's uh, something that my friends keep telling me. It's like, but look at the trailer. Yeah, it has no, everything tra- you want the, in the it. The
1: trailer looks fantastic, yeah. and I am... I think it is a coin flip whether that movie will be fun or a god-awful.
2: I think Uh, it's a coin flip. I I think we've seen enough movies in this universe to say it's not a coin flip. Give me at least a D4 or something. A D4. I I will say
0: that the movie that I'm most... Even though he himself said is like, nope, nope, nope. This was a job and I'm very much working within this universe and like working with this character in, a, in, a, in the manner of I know that I'm working in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is what he said about it. The movie that I'm most curious about, and I've said this before, is Taika Waititi's uh, directing the Thor movie. It's the guy who did What We Do in the Shadows and yeah. Hunt for the Wilder People. And it's just She's just just sort of Thor, Thor, Thor Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. It's It's just like, if you haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows... I watch mean, what we do in the shadows, and then think to yourself,
1: that guy is directing Thor Ragnarok. I have straight up never liked a Thor movie. I haven't like, either. I barely, I barely tolerated Thor, Rag, Thor uh, The Dark World. The Dark World, And yes. the first Thor movie, I was like, why am I even
2: here? Yeah. So so here, here's the thing. Um, I am skeptically excited about Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Because from everything I've heard, it's not going to be a Thor movie. Like it's from everything I've movie. heard, it's hey. go, it's going to be, it's going to be the the Hulk. It's <coughs> gonna be a Defenders movie. It's going to be the Hulk and Doctor Strange pal around, and also Thor is there. Like, and <clears throat> I am okay with that because yeah. I saw Doctor Strange and I loved Doctor Strange. I really did like it. Did was like very very, Strange, very good. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I'm I'm waiting for the opportunity to pirate it because I don't want to give it my money. Um, if I see it pirated, it, and then decide okay, the racism is somehow not terrible again. Yeah. Um, and and somebody I think it was actually might have been you who explained the ending to me. It was me. Was it you? Yeah. It was yeah. you. It was had you're a dick. I haven't yeah. seen. And, I have <laughs> seen that that you guys in a really long time. It makes <laughs> it either of like you. It makes it like less bad that they cast Tilda the Swinton, but I'm still like, Ehh. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, I don't know what you told them, but I, I could
0: probably agree with it. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, exactly, it's the it's the it, ending, basically it, that
1: <laughs> that spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> uh, it's that the ancient one basically sold the world out to Dormammu and that and, and this was something Swinton actually said in his, her email exchange with um, uh, Margaret Cho is that like they wanted to avoid like a dragon lady thing um, that to me is a better excuse than the bullshit one that was like but Tibetan China boom that was it was interesting too is
0: uh that from what I understand, I actually heard uh, an interview with <coughs> so, uh, a director named Lexi, I forget what her last name is. She's an Arab uh, director mm-hmm. who, however you may feel about this movie, uh, directed Punisher of Warzone and then uh, directed a bunch of different uh, episodes of different television shows. Also, uh, now in the DC universe, she's actually really, from all evidence, is a very competent, very good action director. Mm-hmm uh says that she knows the the she's friends in fact one of the reasons that she's working like and he's one of the people who's pushed her to keep like keep doing what you're doing it's important that people you know that there's an Arab woman doing this was the guy who directed Dr. Strange and she said that she was talking to him during when all of that criticism happened and he was just like we were try. I was trying to make a compromise by kind of like, it's like, okay, we, where I can't, or I, not I can't, but like, for various reasons that are beyond my control, I can't have an Asian person play this role, but let me have a woman at least play it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like, for, for, uh, <coughs> Mordu, it's just like, let me have. El-
2: I actually love that that he did a fantastic job. Yeah, Chihuahua, yeah. Chihuahua. yeah. First of all, Chihuahua, Chihuahua. Yeah, Chihuahua. First of all, he His was a much Chui. more interesting Mordo than the comic book. Mordo, yeah, he like was way more interesting. Way more story. interesting. Again, <laughs> it was.
0: It was rare examples of like. Hey, this might be one of those weird, like, if you ignore the source materially, you might be able to create an interesting character.
2: Yeah, no, like the like the and the motivate and the fact that he's probably showing up in Thor Ragnarok according to rumors. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like it, that may that makes me, you know, really excited. Like, I don't know, like like like, you know, uh uh stamp here, you know, you know, disclaimer, white guy, right? But um I think I think that if they tried hard enough, they probably could have pulled it off in a respectful way that still allowed an Asian actor or actress to take the spot. Yes. Um, but I do wholly understand that it was a minefield because if you like, if the only major like they did, that's why they they ended up trying so hard to lift up all the other relatively minor in the comics, but major in the, uh, uh, motion picture Asian characters, because yeah, like Wong, um because, like, if they did have, you know, the one, you know, major Asian character, it's like, oops, but now they were evil the whole time, and they fucked everything up, I guess, you know, you know, that that is a minefield, and um, I don't I would have liked to see them attempt, you know, with, uh, you know, at least give, give an Asian actor or actress an opportunity. Um, but at the same time, I also have my doubts that even Marvel could have done it in a way that would have satisfied people and not yeah. make them angry. Which um, is interesting because... That doesn't excuse it! No, that doesn't, it doesn't. excuse no. it! Uh, it's just, you know, like Justin said, it seems, you know, the only, the, the major Asian character is evil, you know, it's probably not. I mean, I guess they would have had to write it a different way. You know how? You know, know
1: I mean, you know how they could have fixed it actually.
2: How? Like
1: Doctor Strange Asian?
2: Ah, oh, that would have, been, yeah, I would have been. That
1: would. That I would, would have been. fixed a lot. I I would not have forgiven Iron Fist being Loris Terrell, mm-hmm. but I would have felt a lot better about it, knowing that Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. a far more important character, was an Asian
2: guy.
0: Yeah. Like I think I think, and I I actually posed this question to. People who run it, whether the answer or not, is entirely a, a you know a different issue. But uh, and I don't know if I ever. I think I might have discussed this before um, on the po- on the podcast, but not with you guys. Uh, number one, Marvel Comics in the comic books has, uh, and even though the the editor in chief has said he's uh, Alex Alex Alonso has said is like this wasn't. Do, necessarily deliberate like it wasn't like a marketing ploy they've actually been kind of (coughs) making a real effort and really like if you look at like who a lot of the characters are now even though like okay so you have ms marvel Mm -hmm. you have uh you have for all intents and purposes a black teenage uh female teenager Iron Man.
2: Yeah, which they uh, renamed Iron Heart because people threw a shit fit, but like, you know... Which is stupid. Yeah.
0: Uh, you have... Although it's they're starting to arc mm-hmm. out of it, you have, for a while, you had a female Thor. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Black Panther, which has just been... You know, tiny Easy Coats. Tiny Easy Coats has just been... Phenomenal! I heard he's been that killing book. that. I want to buy he's it. He's been as a killing tray. that book. Uh, so Marvel Comics, as a comic, as a company, has actually been oh yeah. an effort.
2: Uh, and so, but and, you know, here, here's the thing: I will, I will give Marvel Comics this. They seem to quote unquote get it because they're not listening to the most common argument from fans. Because there's this 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 constant argument that it's like. No, it's not that we're racist, man. It's that we just don't want to see you fuck with our characters. And then they'll, like, they'll... They're, the argument that people love to use is the Flash, you know, because you, you've, you've had Barry Allen, you've had Wally West, you've had all these different Flash characters um, come in and take the mantle of the Flash, and people were so upset, you know, every time it happened. Um, and they're like, See, we did it when a white guy replaced the white guy. And I'm like, Yeah, but if it's gonna happen anyway...
1: Yeah, if you're going you to You know, like you you just harmless. made you
2: just made the argument that it has to happen. It has to happen because you run out of things to do, you know, with one character. So if it has to happen, give, you know, women a chance, give people of color a chance, give queer people a chance, let them be not just this other because people are always like they could be their own characters. Don't let them just be their own side character. Let them be Iron Man, you know, let them be Thor, you know. Yeah. Though yeah. so I think there's something to be said
1: for creating brand new heroes who mm. are and new and thus by been, default yeah. people. Marvel's of color, at, I mean Or gay or women yeah. or whatever.
0: I mean with varying uh levels of success and quality, Marvel's also been trying to like Mosaic, one of their new characters is is a black character. Yeah. Like, like they've been actually uh But that being said, i I actually I don't know if I've I wanted to throw this question to you, you guys. So, uh, I've made the argument about Iron Fist and about adapting characters uh, mm-hmm. is so, and this isn't this is the argument I'm about to make isn't one that I agree with. Let's, let me. Oh, good, uh, let me of these parts of yeah, the Yeah, podcast. yeah. yeah.
1: Sees me crossing my arms. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah no, no, no. <laughs> uh,
0: so, and the only, actually the only character that I can think of where this argument might actually be uh, justified, unless you're completely rebooting the character, is Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. So, not, emphasize the <laughs> fact, I didn't say Captain America, I said Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. So the argument that, uh, that you could pose was, anyone can be Iron Man, anyone can be Thor, anyone can be Spider-Man. Anyone can be <coughs> Captain America, <coughs> mm-hmm. and Sam Wilson is Captain America in the comic books. Right. Uh, but for characters, and just for example, because it's, I think it's the only example I think where this kind of works, uh, Steve Rogers has to be the white guy kid who grew up in Brooklyn in the 40s because if he is that character who grew up in the 40s and you're not completely rebooting him and saying that he was born in even you would have to I think because historically you would probably have to jump all the way into the 80s to make like the arc of his life like if you change his race you change like the history mm-hmm. of how that how that character the superhero serum through the army all of that
1: mm-hmm.
0: you kind of like change <clears throat> how that might have actually well, happened in well his I theory. mean I you, think you could
1: have I think you could have had like I mean you very easily could have a black Steve Rogers because in our actual history in real real time <laughs> in real real life like black people unfortunately were very much experimented with
0: and and they had the story uh I think it was I, I always forget what it was called I read it and I forget what it's called where they said that before they tested the super suit whole uh, super soldier serum on Steve Rogers, there was basically a Tuskegee Ugh. version of that. And they did that story in the Marvel universe. And one of those guys is still alive. And they did this thing where it's just like, he knows Steve Rogers and Steve Rogers later in like, after he became Captain America, found out about this all of all this and has been quietly like supporting and going to visit this guy knowing that like he wouldn't exist had this guy not lived. And yeah. apparently all the other test people like ended up like deformed and like, what, and this was the only guy that it kind of worked on. Yeah. And he's still alive. Yeah,
1: uh, And, and, I, and Rogers, I did see that. See, and I think that like you could, if you were going to reboot the character, you could totally make Steve Rogers like that black guy. Yeah. Where it was so, like, and th- and then his whole story changes because then like, Maybe he breaks. They're like good. It worked. Let's kill him. Like, and he breaks out, and then it becomes more of like a Wolverine type thing. So, he, but he's still. But this guy may more thoroughly embody the ideals and also like the internal conflict of in America. I'd read the shit out of that I would too. Book. But he's
0: not the same Steve Rod. It would be a different Steve Rogers than say.
2: Well, sure. It would, it would be. It would, would it be. But I mean, Miles Morales <laughs> is a different Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, like sure, it would be different. Like here, here's my take on it. On one hand, I'm not. Going to throw a super shit fit if the new, you know, whoever, you know, is a different character name and Steve Rogers is still a white guy. In fact, that's how it is. Steve Rogers still exists, you know, so everyone can shut the fuck up. But in my um, social justice mechanized infantry uh, uh, (laughs) opinion... I don't know if you saw that meme. No, but I like it. (laughs) It's a it's it's civilization joke. You upgrade warriors. Yeah, mechanized (laughs) infantry. It's like (laughs) it's actually the highest (laughs) ranked
1: infantry unit. Yeah, I remember. In my social
2: justice mechanized infantry uh, uh, opinion, (laughs) um, uh, we have seen so many different experimental adaptations with white ass people. You're right. Captain America was done by. Biff slammed chests to himself, red brown, <laughs> and he fucking punched a guy and stole his car. And by, like this is the worst adaptation ever, and no one at that point was like, "Hmm, do we really want Captain America doing this?" Like it always seems like we're willing to um, like when- make our make our make our superheroes uh, be, you know. Uh, uh, go against their original stories, against their original origins, against their original time periods, against <coughs> their uh, um, uh, uh, <coughs> go to fucking space. I don't right. know. I mean, you've seen the fucking Power Rangers trailers. Like, you will reboot fucking anything and everything. But as soon as they're not white, people are like, "Oh, that's not that's not the same character, yeah. guys." You and know? also, like, I mean,
1: if we want to talk about like horrendous abortively terrible adaptations batman shoots people in batman versus superman i really can't think of anything less batman ba- batman does a lot of things batman, in batman versus ba- superman but, but specifically batman shooting to kill with an airplane mm-hmm. like he kills people with an airplane like
0: which by the way like- by the way uh if you're going to be fair about that, has been doing that in almost every Batman movie since the one in
1: 1989. He doesn't kill anyone with a jet in Dark Knight Rises, as far as I remember.
0: Okay. Uh, I, I will give you that, but... And I, still... and I hated Dark Knight Rises. I hated it. He does, uh, if not directly, uh, kill people in the 1989 Batman. Go back and watch that. He allows a lot of people to die in oh, a horrible yeah.
2: way. In h- I mean, horrific no, way. Oh, okay. Here, here's yeah. the thing. Batman not but, using but, a let gun is bullshit. Wait, wait, we're in the going first off place.
0: On, a, on a tangent. I won't no, get... we're
2: going off on this fucking tangent. So, so Batman uses guns. Okay. Yeah. He has used a gun several times in the comic book, and I know that it's part of the sort of modern day mythos of Batman. No, no, that no, no, no. It's part of
1: the use...
0: old ba- the original Batman too. Until they retconned it out.
2: Ish. I mean, like, fuck, it was like... I can't remember what issue it was, but he was using a gun, like, a couple issues in. Like... Well, do you guys also... But, like, okay, so... I've
1: read a bit of Batman and I've watched a lot of Batman, but the best Batman in my mm-hmm. opinion, and my Batman mm-hmm. as, as a 34 year old man who grew up in the 90s, my Batman is animated series Batman. Oh yeah. My yeah. Batman is the Batman who Batmaned for so long that he Batmaned his way into the dark cyberpunk future <laughs> and was too old to be Batman anymore. Yes! Wonks. And then, uh, but, but the thing that makes him retire is that like he falls down and like breaks his bat hip And the only way he can save his own life is (laughs) to pick up a henchman's gun and aim it at him. And that henchman sees Batman aiming a gun at him and runs away in terror. Batman throws the gun away, says never again, and stops being Batman. See, here's the
2: thing, though. That's my Batman! Batman the Animated Series, though, took tons of artistic liberty with the character. Like, if you were a comic book nerd back then... um. You had some serious issues with the animated series. But the animated series didn't well, well, appeal to the hardcore nerd. It appealed to, you know, a more common person who then got into <laughs> comic books and then became... Let, let, yeah. me, let me... Like, it, like the animated series... There's a big series, elephant in the room about people complaining that were kind of... Boring. Okay, go
0: ahead. No... In, I mean, no internet, really, communities, no social networking sites, no ways in which people could very easily and...
1: Make their displeasure heard in the 90s. Yes, yes. When all of these things came
0: out. Uh
1: but but I had two questions. I think there was also partially there was this element of Holy Shit, it's happening! Holy shit, it's actually happening! Like there was definitely- Well, I
2: I'm I'm saying I knew people who were personally upset at the animated series, and they were bigger comic book geeks than I was. Yeah. I knew people who were upset that it wasn't following the comic plot line as was outlined at that time. Who's this Harley Quinn bitch? Yeah, and then like like it made Harley. Quinn. It the the animated series created so much Bat Canon. Yeah. You know? um, in fact, I think it created the Bat Canon. But uh, like it created. So <laughs> I think much the bat, bat Canon was definitely a creation of Adam <laughs> West. <Wednesday. laughs> I'm sure there's it, a Bat Canon. It, it, in the it created so much Batman Canon um, that, like Justin said, that has become the Batman image now. You know, that's actually another really good example of people taking a lot of really interesting risks when adapting, you know, characters. Like, I don't know, I don't know when we've decided, (coughs) when we decided that you can't (coughs) take risks in adapting a character in new and interesting ways. Because those usually end up being some of the best adaptations, you know, because you're... What you want to do is you want to keep the core sort of ethos of the character and then go the fuck wild with it. Because, I mean, look, look at Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. you know? Guardians of the Galaxy isn't anything like the original yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy comics. comics, But it's fantastic! I, mean, I can't I, wait for Guardians 2. I'll yeah. also point out that before Robert Downey Jr.
1: Iron Man, Iron Man wasn't funny. Iron Man no. didn't make jokes. Iron Man made bad decisions and bought a lot of alcohol. And also, like, that's what he just, just throwing it out there,
0: uh, if people d- don't remember, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, to Iron Man, was a huge risk for the studio.
1: Like they yeah. considered him a liability. Well, he could have imploded. They thought he had yeah. like had a had a, a like probably like two, like three to one odds he was going to implode halfway through. Yeah, the and it like no joke. It relaunched
0: his career. Oh yeah, that movie. So my, <coughs> my two questions that I had that I wanted to pose uh, that I, I I know the answer already, kind of what I think what you're gonna say, but I want to pose it just as a hypothetical. So given all the adaptations and like the, the Steve Rogers thing that we've already kind of debunked, are there any characters? And I I say Marvel characters because I don't I think it really doesn't work. With DC characters, because the fundamental thing about all the DC characters is that they're their hero identity more than their 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 civilian identities for most of the main characters.
2: Superman's so fucking Chinese now. Fuck you. Wait, what? Um, they 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 during during DC Rebirth, they did you know the Chinese Superman arc. Oh, Ken and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, are there any characters? Because uh, you could say that. I mean, I, I was gonna continue with the examples just to like flesh out what mm-hmm. I was saying Steve R- so anyone could be Iron Man but because of who Tony Stark is mm-hmm. Tony Stark kind of and I'm like I said I don't think this is true because if you pushed it forward I think a lot of this has to do with that there's just these this history of the characters uh, that Tony Stark has to be a white guy because of who he I I don't get in in modern context he could just as easily be in Chinese in fact, In a modern context, he probably would be more likely to be Chinese than he would be to be a white guy. Um, Not necessarily, actually. Not necessarily. I mean, America
1: is actually still the number one's weapons manufacturer. Oh, watching it Squirm If you want to keep keep actually (laughs) that, like, I sell weapons to everybody, like it's actually maybe a little bit better if he's American. He could be Chinese-American. But, like...
0: Well, well, it... uh, uh, So, okay. okay. So, my question. My Mm -hmm. question is... Are there any characters that you could, I, and I I can't. I mean, I can think of hypothetical arguments. Mm. Is the, what I've been given. I don't think any of them actually work when you bear down on them. But any characters whose secret identities, the defining character defining characteristics. I'm putting up air quotes. You can't see it because it's an audio podcast. Uh, are that they are white. Secondary question to that is. Given that the movie universe or the TV universe reaches obviously reaches more people than the con- the source material Where if you're going to change it does the more of the burden of making that change lie? Does it lie on the adaptation or does it lie on the source material?
1: So no. you, Wait, are you okay. actually asking me the question which of these characters needs to be white? Is that the question <laughs> you're asking me right uh, now? No,
0: no, no, no. Not are there any care can you because i actually can't think of Kill. any. i can't i can't think of any and even the examples where it's like you could theoretically argue this i don't think they hold up under i mean the, the one that so, maybe
1: comes the closest is the one that you love to talk about actually which is irish catholic matt murdoch like okay, okay like that that is probably because he's he's like a particular flavor of irish catholic right i think okay. um I, I don't know if I can think of any, yeah. any other ones like, that like oh, you know who? Banshee. Fair, okay. Banshee. Characters right? in which Banshee. in which
0: their their like country of origin or like yeah. so, is so, more specifically part of their character. Yeah.
2: So here 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 here's my spiel on this. I just don't think that there's yeah. anything super special about being white. Disclaimer white guy, right? Uh, I don't either. Because because here here's the, the take take the new upcoming Spider-Man movie for example right they're basically doing the Miles Morales story except he's white and called Peter Parker which is like, interesting because <laughs> that was
0: one of the agreements that Disney made with Sony
2: yeah no Peter Parker has to like Spider-Man has to be a white dude like that that which is which makes
0: me yeah, really <laughs> really laugh mm-hmm. because if you're being based on who created uh, Spider-Man. And if you really look at who Peter Parker is, Peter Parker is a white Jewish kid. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, if Which you're being... they never mentioned They never mentioned, <laughs> you know. But he's
2: clearly
0: a white Jewish kid. <laughs> uh, speaking as someone who has that in his background, even though not practicing or anything like that. I was like, I, I see Peter Parker. I'm like, yeah, I know who that kid is. <laughs> I grew up with that kid. <laughs> like, I mean, if so, you're really being faithful to the character, shouldn't he deal shouldn't he be going to maybe going to I mean, no, the, not even going to the synagogue cuz they never did that in the comic books, yeah. but clearly just like Superman is also clearly the Jewish idea <laughs> of the outsider like I mean, when you think about it, like Superman is both the embodiment of like the Nazi ideal and it's antithesis, which I think is fascinating about Superman.
2: That is a whole other can of worms, <laughs> yeah. but like Another character that um, probably has to
1: be but, white, uh, Doctor Doom. Um. Why? Um, the idea of him being like kind of like this Eastern European dictator feels like really important to his character. Mm-hmm. Okay. Although uh, you could you could
0: just horribly racistly misconstrue that and make him <laughs> Middle Eastern, and it's just... Oh uh, Oh yeah. God, yeah. Uh, god, Jamie. Oh. I don't think... Here's
2: the thing. Don't think <laughs> Fox didn't think so, of that. So Okay, so here's the thing. Here, here Here's the thing. Uh, what, I, uh, what I wanted to make my point. The actual concern... Uh, my observation is that the actual concern seems to be largely superficial. Right. Um. It's not that people <laughs> want a character mouth, to be uh, sorry, a... Certain race or anything like that. All they're really concerned about is the name. They say that they care about the character, yeah, but as yeah. long as a name is attached to a race, people shut up, and that is super fucked up. Like, yeah. pe- like, like I said in the Spider-Man uh, uh, circumstance, they're doing the Miles Morales story, but he's you know called Peter Parker, and he's white. As long as it's to be Peter fair, Parker, that, that's Sony's fault. I know that's Sony's yeah. fault, yeah, we, but we I'm, did, talking did, much... I'm talking about yeah, the okay, fans. I'm talking about the fans, you know. Okay. Uh, as long as, you know, the people who say that this is okay, which are a lot of people, because there are a lot of people hyped for the new Spider-Man movie, are saying that it's okay, because he's Peter Parker in white. Everything checks out, hit the checklist, you know, yeah. we could go home, you know? No one really seems to be, I mean, other than, you know, my fellow social justice mechanized infantry friends. <laughs> uh, you I'm know. never going to get tired of that. Well, <laughs> go ahead, steal it. But anyway, hey, um, uh, other than them... Uh, no one seems to be like, but hey, this is the Miles Morales story. Aren't you then fucking up the Miles Morales adaptation the, the funny- and the Peter Parker adaptation at the same time? What's, what's, you know? what's funny is what I have a lot of, is, uh,
0: both myself and my conflicted feelings about it, mm-hmm. uh, and most of the people that I know who love both characters, mm-hmm. is going wow, this is actually the Miles Morales story, and they're kind of mixing and matching what they want to here. It still looks like it's going to be good, and I want to
1: see it. Homecoming? Hell yeah, that show oh, looks dope. Yeah, no, fucking... <laughs> yeah. uh, Motherfucking okay. Michael Keaton
2: is the vulture? Really? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Really, really, up. really, so really into important note here. Um, when I say that I take issue with certain behaviors or certain decisions, I it is not synonymous with this movie is going to suck. Yeah. Sometimes it will, yeah. but, th- but that's not necessarily the case, you know? I am not saying Spider-Man Homecoming is going to suck. I'm saying the behavior of fans who seem so obsessed with interpreting the character correctly perplexes me. Because if you care so much about Peter Parker being actually Peter Parker, Spider-Man Homecoming, for all the hype, doesn't do Peter Parker right and doesn't do Miles Morales right. But everyone is totally fine with it, you know? My my, my Spider-Man
1: became the fucking Spider-Phoenix at one point. (laughs) So if if that kind of sort of narrative defacement is not (laughs) enough to earn
2: your ire, just be honest about what you're really fucking...
0: I'm
2: I'm talking about like those guys, because for me, I don't care about adaptations. I'm totally fine with people fucking it up as much as they want because you might get something interesting. You might get something horrible, and then yeah. we could talk about it on this show, and then the show gets popular. But, like, but <laughs> like, I don't actually care about people fucking up with my childhood. You could stick your finger in the pie, and I don't care, you know? I don't have to eat that
1: pie if I don't want to. Yeah, so,
2: so to
0: ans- answer my secondary question, mm-hmm. because the reason why I asked it is because... The source material, you have all this uh, history, but it's much easier to change things mm-hmm. without a whole bunch of other people getting involved. Mm-hmm. Whereas every time you add up you have an adaptation, there's going to be, you know, like with Spider-Man, you have Sony demanding mm-hmm. that he be white, Peter Parker be white, and that it not be the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then where do you think the... Bur- because Marvel, like I said, has been making this effort. Now, whether any of those things stick around long long enough... Uh, well, actually, no, no, no. Scratch that. What I was about to say, whether any of those things stick around long enough that they get adapted into the canon for the movies, because at least one of those things got... was a new development in the Ultimates and got developed into the Marvel canon and then... Being popular, which is Nick uh, Nick Fury, mm. being Samuel Jackson, based on Samuel Jackson in the Ultimates, <coughs> adapted to be Samuel Jackson <coughs> in the uh, in the Avengers films. <coughs> I didn't actually need to cough. I just wanted to feel like <laughs> one of the cool kids. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> and then and then back, like from the popular of him as a character in the movies, back basically adapted into the comic books to be. It's oh, it's that guy's son or whatever in the comic books. So, in that case, like, where do you think the burden of making an ad- a change like that lies? Like, do you think it needs to start in the source material? I don't actually no, think don't it, it needs. Shit. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> oh, actually yeah.
2: think it needs to start either. place, because here's the deal: a lot of people uh, say that you need to change things on some level because you need to establish a baseline of quality. You know, a lot of people say, you know, you establish it at the, uh, at the source material because then people, it, the source material ends up being good and people accept it as canon and then it goes to the movies and then people are like, well, this is an offshoot, but this could be okay, blah, 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 blah. But we, we've we already talked about Batman, you know, and how, you know, that created comic continuity. You know, we talked about how, uh, Doctor Strange did many characters better than the comic did. Yeah. You know, things are more fluid like that. All you have to do is is just give it a fucking shot. It doesn't even have to be good. Like, I actually think that we're going to hit, like, true equality when there are as many people of color in films that suck as there are white people in films that suck. And, you know, in films that are good. Well, the biggest complaint is that, always, is that
0: minorities, people of color, uh, you know, LGBT, have to be so much better just to be rec- seen and recognized. Yo, Get There's Out is 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I was super excited. I want to see that. So that I 100%. Because Jordan Peele is just, like,
1: yeah.
0: aside from being a fantastic, like, comedic
1: yes. performer, like one of this writer, generation's, like, best mm-hmm. comics. Uh,
0: uh, uh, Kiki Michael Kia also as well. No. Oh, yeah. Jordan Without Peele actually, like, as uh. Because if you actually, like, I just listened to an interview with him on on Nerdist, and it's just like, oh, the reason why you got this right is because here, he openly says, here are the movies that I was pulling from. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Stepford Wives. Yeah, yeah. And here, like, when I saw the preview, I was just like, Jordan Peele is directing basically a, his own version of the Stepford Wives. I want to see, and he's, like, put in race relations as, like, the undercurrent of the entire (laughs) film, which he's also been... Open about he's like oh, yeah, yeah basically I've made this as like that's the if I'm succeeding that's the underlying message that you should be coming out of this movie with yeah and he said look without revealing revealing anything that happens in the film uh and I'll just like sign me up <laughs> like sign oh yeah me I want to
2: see the shit out of that I want to <laughs> see the shit out of that Am I might
1: not see it in the theater just I can't think of this. anything else that's had a hundred percent a rotten tomatoes yeah. that's ridiculous yeah uh.
2: But I mean, like, when was the last time we had an all black horror movie? Blackula? Like, yeah, or yeah, when yeah. was
0: the last <laughs> time? It's not an to all be, black
2: horror to movie. To be fair, I would see uh, uh, Jordan Peele do Blackula. I would, I would like, watch Jordan Peele's Blackula. I would watch Blackula shit. Like, yeah. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not gonna, the gonna lie either.
1: No, but, but it isn't an all black yeah. horror movie. It's that's true, it's yeah. actually. It's, it's not. The, I know. It's, the it's, main it's two not. characters, it's an interracial Yeah, no, that's true. But I mean, like, a black directed, black starring, the black guy will probably survive. Like, hard. You know what? You know, you here's, know here's the, the shitty lead, thing. I didn't even realize. Wait, here's, what? Who?
0: You know who plays the lead, who I didn't even realize? It's the guy who. Uh, it, it, you guys have both seen Black Mirror, yes? Yeah. No. Oh. Uh, the guy who is the.
2: Uh, yeah, say it to me. Don't care about it. Okay. The, uh,
0: <laughs> the second episode of the first season, <laughs> the guy who's the star of that, <laughs> he's the star of Get Out. It's the same oh, guy. All right. And what's, what he's, Jordan Beale said is like what makes him fantastic. He's an English actor, and you can't of course mm-hmm. can't tell uh is that he slips so easily that you just for you just like anything else about like the you know his race except how it reminds you in the film is just like oh this is the guy who could be your buddy like your friend is like that's also intentional it's just like you have to see the main character is like he's actually intelligent he's Not the stereotypical, like, Mm -hmm. hard, like, dumb horror character. He's like, it's just like, he's a guy who could be your friend who drove into the wrong neighborhood, yeah, yeah, (laughs) like on a summer vacation with his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, it looks looks brilliant, and I can't wait to see it. And, like, actually, I think probably the other black horror film I can think of is actually another vampire film, which is uh, a vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy back in the night that thing was fucking really bad (laughs) also a terrible movie but it was like that was like the last time I could remember it happening like what (laughs) oh uh Snoop Dogg was in a horror movie (laughs) there was a Snoop Dogg horror movie and apparently that was a piece of shit as well And like so are we
2: reaching parody now? Like Yeah. There are a lot of sucky movies out there. It needs Nick to be, Cage still yeah. has a job. It needs to be bad <laughs> and common. Yeah.
1: Like well, we need to have a whole shitload of like bad Asian only rom coms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. They're, if you want, if you go to the used, vi- there's no such thing as a used video store anymore. anymore. What am yeah, I talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. if, if you go to the hypothetical used video store, <laughs> right, there should be as many fucking asshole fifty cent movies with black and Asian and people of color, you know, actors and actresses on it, than there should be with white guys on it. You know, that's when you end up reaching parody. You know, that's when it, because because. It's that problem, you know, that people have to be so much better. Yeah, you know, you Whereas, need... like
0: white people can be mo- can be mediocre, and it's just yeah. and they're you...
2: rewarded. They're yeah. rewarded yeah. for you... being mediocre. You need to have the freedom to be ass at your job as a person of color, yeah. <laughs> and then and then we'll start reaching parity. Um, On a completely unrelated note. You you don't get I wanted a completely unrelated. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna power bomb you through
0: this table. Have, have, have you got? Did you guys watch Samurai Jack? And have you seen the preview?
2: I didn't I watched Samurai I Jack, Jack. I've seen the preview. I'm so
1: fucking excited. <laughs> like, Wait, so is the season out? No, it's not out. No, just, not like, yet. So but like, no, yeah, oh you know, I'm God. so happy. Yeah. yeah, it looks really good. I my I had an ex girlfriend who got me into that, and I really enjoyed it. When and I they're watched. also going
2: complete like MA with it. Now oh yeah, level, yeah, no. It's final season, so they're like fuck
0: everything.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're doing MA. It's it's really interesting. There are a lot of like adult like cartoons out, like the new Castlevania series that's coming out on Netflix is supposedly. R rated as fuck. Well, see, this um, is this is
1: actually the thing for me. I'm super that, apprehensive about that. Well, what me worries, too,
2: what uh, worries me actually about
1: Samurai Jack going MA mm-hmm. is the fact that something that was for children was impactful because you had to tell a story in a way that children could watch it, but then you had to also make it as compelling for adults. So what I'm afraid Batman of that I animated mean, series was that. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, exactly. And and Avatar: The Last Airbender. Like, what I'm worried about, it's like we're gonna go ma. Somebody's gonna get raped. We're gonna kill someone's mom. Like everyone's I don't think going in the what fridge. It is. I, don't think like, like, I think
2: does. what it is is they're not targeting kids now. They're targeting the people who were kids when or teenagers. They were right. teenagers when they watched Samurai Jack. But, you see,
1: this is the thing. I don't think you need to go ma to do that. Like, you could watch Samurai Jack right now. Old Samurai Jack right now. And I, I I haven't seen it. No, granted, I saw it when I was an adult. I saw yeah. it in my early 20s. I'm willing to bet I could see it again now. I'm not that much fucking better than I was in yeah. 24. Like, well, do you know what and MA it would hold is- up. And I don't necessarily see
2: why having it go MA, how that's an improvement. Because, okay, so here's why it's an improvement, right? Um, just flat out, MA means you can stab <coughs> something that's not a robot. Yes. That's the one reason why they need to do it. And and okay. the argument story-wise, this
0: being mm-hmm. the last arc, is uh, that in, up until this point, he hasn't had to mm-hmm. make decisions like that, and this being the lack, he's now going to be forced to make decisions like that. That being said, someone oh. made a really funny point about it, about mm-hmm. it being MA. It's just like, hey, you, you do realize he's a samurai from samurai times, possibly during, the, I don't remember whether this was true or not, but possibly during the war in states thing. You think he didn't kill anybody
2: back before all the Aku stuff happened? Yeah. Like, Well, okay, so, <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Uh, samurai Jack has always been uh, a samurai in the context of Uh, I am a dude who does cool stuff with a sword. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's... Less so than I am a high-ranked official underneath a feudal lord. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Um, so, like... popular conception of samurai, not historical conception (laughs) of samurai. (laughs) Um... Played by Phil Lamar. So, like, I don't know... Of MAD TV, Phil Lamar. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to watch MAD TV.
0: No, you don't. Uh, but it's worth knowing who Phil Lamar... Uh... (laughs) He was also, uh, oh god, what was the name of the character on Futurama? The, uh, uh the Jamaican dude. I'm drawing Hermes blank. Conrad. Uh,
2: so yes. you remembered that shit.
1: Carol, it's one of Carolyn's uh, characters. Hermes? I, yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. I, I like him because whatever I have to deal with, fucking, my whole job is fucking paperwork. Like, <laughs> if I was fucking Hermes Conrad, this shit would be over already. God damn it. Um...